This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hi, I'm Ann Bobby from Nightbreed and Bioshock and Suffer the Little Children in Hanover House. And I'm here to tell you that Halloween is supposed to be scary, but when you're an LGBT teenager living on the streets, every single day is scary. That's why the Scream Queens is using the annual Countdown to Halloween Marathon to raise funds for new alternatives. It's an organization dedicated to improving the lives of homeless LGBT youth in New York City. Your donation will not only help provide these kids with hot meals, housing, and medical care but also essential long-term needs like getting a diploma, life skills training, and HIV testing. Make a donation at give.classy.org slash SQ now through November 15th and help make the world a less creepy place. This is Ann Bobby. I'm a scream queen. And so are you. Welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 201, and tonight the countdown to Halloween marathon continues. I am still not in a great space. Yesterday, I hope, was the bottom of the barrel, and it's better today, but my head feels like a brick, and I'm my heart feels like a stone. But tonight we're going to be covering the 2015 movie, The Devil's Candy. But first we've got to get the business out of the way. I am not doing this to myself for fun. I'm doing this, as you know, to raise funds for new alternatives, this organization in New York that helps homeless LGBT youth. So I am asking for your donations. Every little bit helps at this point. And while this little experiment that I'm doing was supposed to be fun, it's turning out not to be. And it's filling me with dread and unease and just depression. And I know that's nothing compared to what these kids go through on a daily basis and you can help stop that. I did this to myself voluntarily. Okay, I didn't know this is where it would go because last time I did this, yeah, I got delirious and it was fun but now it's not fun but I made a commitment not just to you but to these kids. And only you can make it, you know, worthwhile. You know, you can you can make the suffering mean something. Just mind. I mean, if you can, I don't know what I'm saying. Just head on over to give.classy.org/sq and make your donation there, please. I have a thousand dollar goal. I don't know if we're gonna meet it or not. But either way, 
I'm in I'm I'm in a black place, but that doesn't mean that you have to be. Feel good about what you do. And I'm Okay, let's just play the trailer for the movie. We've come to the place where we joke about the idea of the devil. But that is Satan's lie to distract us from the reality of who he is. Hey, what's going on? It's like it flowed through me. I don't remember painting this. This is mommy and daddy's house. They're dead. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I need to come home now. We are his pawns. We are his demons on earth. He uses us to carry out his unspeakable deeds. satiate his hunger Jehovah's latest work is wonderfully disturbing oh my god I didn't mean to do this to sacrifice he will slither into your soul he has no mask in a Halloween store what you see in the movies. He is an active, violent, personal reality. devil's candy we meet a man named raymond raymond has problems raymond hears voices that tell him to do very very bad things the only thing that drowns out those voices is making a lot of noise and for him that's drumming nonsense chords on his gibson red flying v guitar day in and day out and then he, he lives out in this rural farmhouse with his parents. And, well, mom doesn't want him to play anymore. And, of course, she makes him stop. And when that happens, bad things happen. Now, all of a sudden, mommy and daddy are dead and Raymond's alone. Now we flash forward. I'm not sure how long. And we meet Ethan Embry and his family. He's got a wife and this rather awesome daughter. He is a painter, he's an artist, and really into metal, heavy metal. And so is his daughter, and that's their bond, and they've got this really cool relationship. Now, they're buying that farmhouse that Raymond and his family used to live in. I'm not really sure how much time has passed here, because they say the the rent is cheap because they've had trouble selling it because of what happened there. 
But where Raymond has been all this time, I don't know. But now that somebody's moved in, Raymond wants to come home. But he can't come home because it's somebody else living there now. But the problem is, is that Ethan Embry is starting to hear those voices too. So maybe Raymond's not schizophrenic after all. Maybe that this, this farmhouse is a bad place. You're not going to get a lot of answers as to what exactly is going on. And that doesn't matter here because this is a fascinating, disturbing movie. Because as... Ethan Embry starts to hear the voices. It, like I said, he's a painter. He's commissioned to paint some stupid butterfly painting for a bank. And he hates it. It's stupid. But he's got to pay the bills. He's got to pay the mortgage. But these voices are making him paint bad things. And the thing is, he doesn't remember painting them. He goes into these trances. And he'll be gone for hours and painting awful, gruesome things and he'll forget everything else he'll forget to pick his awesome daughter up at her new school and so it's nighttime she's been there all alone oh no and it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse and this seems to be a connection between ethan embry and raymond because raymond's been doing bad things to children then it turns out that ethan embry is painting those children Despite have not never seen them. What a strange thing to be going on. Oh, hi, Smoochie. Smoochie's not happy with me. I've been spending way too much time on this computer. Much like Ethan Embry in this movie. Spending way too much time in his studio. And this movie paints a really interesting look. At, I, I used the term paint and I didn't even mean to, but it, it paints this. It's an interesting look at the fine line between artistry and madness that I found interesting. And also, there's devil shit going on. This movie's quite scary. One of the things I found really interesting here is the use of heavy metal music. Because normally in a horror movie, heavy metal is the music of the devil. And it's used for scary moments. It isn't as awesome and gory. And uh, Here, it's the music of home and family and safety. And I thought that was really interesting. And I love this relationship between Ethan Embry and the daughter because she's like, it's, it paints metal in such a way that you don't normally see. Like, even the way they are. They're totally into metal, but he's a big, cuddly teddy bear of a guy. And she's she's awesome. She's just an awesome kid. She's not the brat you normally see in movies, you know, around this age or 12-ish. She, she's awesome. And the wife's pretty cool with all of it, too. She's not into metal, but she's like, all right, you guys have your thing. That's fine. And, like I said, Raymond wants to come home, and Raymond is finding Ethan Embry's daughter extremely interesting. For very nefarious reasons, this movie got under my skin. And part of it has to do with what we're doing here. Uh, Because I'm not spoiling anything. Well, let's just say the daughter has an unfortunate encounter with Raymond. He gets into the house and does something awful. Now, she's all right. You know, they chase him out. They call the police. Everything's okay. And the next day, 
she says, come on, I'm going to be late for school. And her, her mom says, you don't have to go to school today. And she goes, no, I want to go to school. It's safer than being here. And that just really got me upset. What a terrible thing for a kid to feel. What a horrible realization that home isn't safe anymore. That you would rather be anywhere than what you're supposed to be calling home. And that mommy can't help you. And that daddy can't help you. That nobody can help you. And you may think that you're tough and you're metal, but you're not. You're 12. And it turns out this kid turns out to be quite tough. And there's a beautiful artistry to this movie that uh, that yes, even though horrific things are depicted, they're depicted in an odd, beautiful, haunting sort of way. And I don't know if I'm doing a good job describing this anymore, but you know, I don't know if I said this in the last episode or not because everything's blending together in my head. But I picked this because Ethan Embry's in this. And I've always had a crush on Ethan Embry. And I've seen enough to know that in this, he's ripped and he's often shirtless. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get my cheap thrills from this. Because, you know, I really don't know if I mentioned this or not. I mean, I, I've been following his career forever. And I love him on Grace and Frankie. There is a scene in Grace and Frankie when he's doing yoga. And he's laying on his back. And he's got his knees up to his chest. And let's just say I was having impure thoughts. It's like I need to rewind this scene like 50 times because this is about as hot as things get. And he looks amazing here. He's, he, and what I thought was interesting, I mean, one of the things that struck me right away, I said, okay, we have your devil figure, your Raymond, in the red tracksuit, the source of all badness. And Ethan Embry has long hair here, and he's got a beard, and he looks very much like your standard westernized version of Jesus Christ. So I'm like, oh, well, he's going to be the voice of good. But then I'm realizing, oh, he's hearing the voice as well, and he's painting very bad things. What's happening here? Is he going to be bad as well? Are we going to have two villains here? I'm not sure, and I'm not going to tell you. And... It occurred to me very early on, he's trying to get his art seen, not the butterfly shit, his regular shit, seen by a studio. And the artist who runs it just keeps turning him down. No, 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 you're boring, you're boring. But the stuff that he's painting when he's in these trances, all of a sudden, they're very interested in. And I realized the name of this studio is Belial. I said, oh, no, that's not good. I know that name. That's the name of a demon. So this story is also about temptation as well. Can you resist the voice of the devil when he stops, starts whispering in your ear is the question that it poses. There's a big fiery finale that I had to take with a grain of salt because the inferno, the CGI inferno is so intense that nobody would have survived in it for more than a couple of seconds. I mean, you're dead of smoke, of smoke inhalation 
in three minutes. And I'm going the heat from that fire would be baking anybody in the immediate vicinity. If you can check yourself out of that, you say maybe that's not a real fire. Maybe this is a more of a supernatural demonic fire. You'll get along fine. The devil's candy is very haunting and quite disturbing. And about the halfway point, I said, I don't know what the title is referring to yet. They haven't made that clear. And when they did, it upset me very much. And again, that's because my walls are down. I don't have the energy to keep up my defenses. So things are hitting me harder than they normally would. I'm overtired. I'm despondent and mopey. But this movie got an emotional response out of me. That was very powerful, and I have to give it credit for that. So I do highly recommend The Devil's Candy, so go check it out. You know where to find it. It's on Netflix right now, so go do that. All right, that's going to wrap up another episode. Yeah, this one's super short, but I'm doing what I can to get through at this point. Of course, I'm still looking for voicemails for the first episode in November, which is going to be your Halloween adventures. You know, your haunted houses, your parties, hay rides, whatever that might be. I'm turning the episode over to you and in order for me to get these stories, you need to get them to me. So you can call them in at 917-720-2047. Or you can write me at crew at screamqueens.com. Of course, that's Queens with a Z. You can find me on Facebook at Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. You can find me on Twitter at Scream Queens. And you can find us at Instagram at Scream Queens Podcast. And that's being run by Interna Alexis, who is so awesome, who's keeping me sane through this, who I text at all hours. And she's just like, I don't know how you're doing this. And I say, I don't know how I'm doing this either. And I really don't know why I'm doing it at this point either. Yeah, I do. I'm doing it for those kids. And I need your help. I'm going to talk about something right now that I wasn't going to talk about on the show, but I am very upset. I'm very disappointed. I contacted a whole bunch of horror celebrities. I'm not going to name any names. And asked them, hey, would you mind doing a 60-second bumper to help promote this? They may be hearing the voice of, you know, this big star would help get donations in. Every single one of them said yes. Every single one of them I sent copy to. Every single one of them I told them how to get the information in. I only heard from one of them. And I figure at this point, I'm not hearing from anybody else. So I'm very disappointed with people in our industry right now. Except for the Gloria Sam Bobby. She's the only one who came through. So God bless you, Ann Bobby. Thank you very much for your very generous donation as well. 
And that realization just came at a bad time. Just because it hit me when I was already down. So lift me up, kids. Please go on over to give.classy.org slash slash SQ and make your donations to new alternatives for homeless LGBT youth today. And make tomorrow a little less bleak than today is for somebody. That was weak. I'm going to go back to bed for a while. I slept for 16 hours last night and I need some more. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. So kids, good night. And until tomorrow, continue to make the world a creepier place. And never forget the Scream Queen's golden rule. Fight or flight, survive the night, make it to the final reel. And that, oddly enough, is the mantra that I am living by right now. Let's see how good it works. See you tomorrow. Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches. <laughs>